Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. I am Drew Garrison in the locker room with Chad Penrod. We're back after last week missing due to the Ohio State at home order. I talked to DeWine. We're fucking essential. We're six feet away. We're going to get this thing going. We're going to talk about the Bengals' options with the number one draft pick and some trade scenarios that have been kind of thrown out into the media. Uh, we're going to get into Baker Mayfield, see if he's going to bounce back from last year and have a uh, another year like his rookie year. Um, Jameis Winston and Cam Newton still on the market. Where will they land? Uh, some good players left in free agency. What do we think our team should do here? And then um, word came out today that uh, Khabib could take a private jet out of Russia and make UFC 249 happen. Um, if he doesn't, what would we want to see there? And then uh, we're going to talk about how this virus has made us much more grateful for sports. So, uh, Chad, let's get into this thing, man. Glad to be back. Uh, what are we going to talk about? Well, I actually got some bad news, man. Uh UFC 249, as you said that, crazy crazy enough, Khabib um, posts on his Instagram that he will not be leaving Russia and he's not going to make the fight against Tony Ferguson at UFC 249. Oh, damn. Um, I don't know. I mean, my first thought is, damn, that sucks. Yeah, that was a big fight we were looking forward to. This could easily been fight of the year, fight of the fuck decade. Um yeah, I mean that that sucks, you know. I'm but I'm sure UFC 249 will go on. Um, Dana White, I'm sure he has something big up his sleeve. He probably knew this was coming, um, you know. But we can't we can't help what's going on. But this is the third time that this fight has been scheduled and and postponed, canceled, whatever. Didn't you say Conor McGregor called this a little? Conor bit? said one of these guys was going to back out. Pandemic or not, they did. I mean, if he can get out of Russia, why won't he? I don't know it's because, like you said, when we opened up here, word was he could get a private jet out, and I would think somebody as big as Khabib could could get out of Russia. I just yeah. I just don't think that there's no way out for him. I don't care if Dana had to fly in a fucking private helicopter or jet himself, yeah, to get him out of Russia. But um, I don't know. I mean, so there's other options here. You know, are we gonna? You know, is somebody going to jump in and fight Tony? Because I'm sure Tony's ready to go. Um, maybe for an interim belt. Is Connor going to step in and fight Tony? I don't know. I'd like to see it. Well, I, I would think if Khabib can't get out of Russia, Ireland's pretty hard locked down, too. I don't know if Connor could get out of there. I don't I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just, I just don't think these guys can not, not get out. I mean, if it's a law, it's a law. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. but Yeah, I don't know. But I had just seen that Khabib had the option to get out on a private jet, so I don't know if he had determined the law wouldn't let him or what. I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. That's I mean, a it's blow. brand new to us. Yeah, that it sucks. sucks. That sucks because, man, we've been waiting on that fight for months. We've been talking about it. Does um, this mean I don't get grilled wings now? Hopefully. I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe they step up and maybe uh, they maybe I've heard maybe Usman and Masvidal. How are they going to pull all that out of their ass with what – what is it, the 18th? So just a little over two weeks ago. That's a lot to pull out of your ass you with the global think, pandemic got, going but on. But you got to think, though, and one of your favorite fighters is Nate Diaz. When Nate signed to fight Connor the first time, um, do, when Dos Anjos pulled out, um, Nate was ready to go in less than two weeks. No, that's true. But I'm just saying with, with, the, with the coronavirus and the flight restrictions and all where are they even having it? It's not taking place in the U.S., is it? We don't know yet. 
no, but nobody knows. But Dana White is just continuing to say the show will go on. So See, I don't know, weird, man. See, I wonder it, what he's got mm-hmm. lined up because it can't be taking place in America. They're not going to let it happen. Was it supposed to be in Vegas? Um, actually, yeah, New York. Or New York, was the New original York. spot. Um, so the thing is, you you know, most people would be like, well, push it back, push you know, just push it back until you know everything clears up. But the thing is, is Khabib is going into what is that called? Um, where where he doesn't eat for like forty five days? Or, oh, he's gonna fast. Yeah, but, fasting? but what's the word for 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 those guys? I forget what they call. Yeah, I think it, Ramadan. Yeah, Ramadan. Uh, but uh, I don't I don't know his religion. I don't want to speculate. But Ramadan, I believe, is something more of like an Arabic. Uh, well, the, something he's that, doing something that, like now that. Now I seen now I seen something on Twitter about that. This okay. said he wouldn't even be ready to fight until June or July now because of this. Yeah, because, so, because something similar to Ramadan. He, if yeah, that's a not few it. days after the fight on April eighteenth, he was going to go in to that. Oh, okay. And so he wouldn't be able to fight. So you can't just push it back because. They're saying he can't train like that if he's not yeah, that's eating his, or whatever that's, whatever it is that he does. That's his religion. Yeah, it's, right. it's usually somewhere they don't eat until like after the sun's down right. or something of the sort. So, I don't know. So, it, it appears, I mean, the easy thing would be, okay, find a replacement for Khabib. But, you know, who would that be to step in and fight Tony? If it's not Connor, you know, then, you know, who is it? Is it I don't really want to see Dustin Poirier, even though he said he'd fight. I mean, I would just do a whole, I would I would make it. Two big fights. I would put two big fights on a card, and just to make up for it, if if it's possible, like a, you know, a, um, a Masvidal and um, Usman, and maybe a Covington and and Woodley. I That'd don't know. Be nice. I, I mean, you, they're gonna have to do something. Just be, well, unless they just postpone it. But Dana just seems like he's the one guy that's going out like, all right, I'm not a let. I'm not letting this affect the UFC. From we're giving the fans entertainment. I respect it. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the fact that he wants to do it, but I'm just confused of the logistics of it all. How's he gonna? I mean, I we don't even know where the fight's happening, but I mean, how's he gonna get somebody to days, co- yeah. come out of? I mean, it's it's all crazy. We're in such unprecedented times. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. If if Khabib's out and, and Connor's not going to be able to come in or doesn't want to come in, put two really good fights on that card yeah. and and. I mean, give give the world something that it needs right now in sports because people need it. You need it, man. People people are going stir crazy. I mean, you know this sucks. I mean, this is one of the hardest things. I mean, I know I think I've ever had to go through as far as you know just nothing, man. There's no sports. There's no, you know you can't uh, take you go go to the movies. You know you can't go walk around the mall. Um, you know just you know, you know this virus is just feels like it's holding you know, everyone down and, you know, along with, you know, with the government really controlling everything that we do, you know, making sure nobody gets sick. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's why, you know, great, you know, grateful that we could at least come in here and give maybe if whoever listens to this an hour to not think about the virus. So it sucks to even bring it up, but it's hard not it, to, it, it's affecting it's everything, everything that we it's talk about, everything that we do. So I don't know, but hopefully Dana figures something out. I would love to still, See UFC 249 on April 18th, and you know, hopefully, he gets some replacement fighters in there, and uh, the show goes on. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does it. All right, Drew. So let's uh, let's switch this over, man. Um, over to the NFL. Obviously, you know, uh, free agency going on. A lot of uh, draft talk now starting to pop up here, and uh, the NFL is kind of playing it as in, you know, like almost like nothing's happening on the outside of you know nobody being at the draft. Um, which is nice, you know, you can get on Twitter and at least read, you know, new signings and 
we'll still be able to watch the draft. Um, you know, but I posted this on um, on Facebook um, earlier today, and it got a lot of um, a lot of attention. Um, so I'm just going to ask you, man. Um, you know, there's word out there that Miami could offer up three first round picks, that being uh, pick five, pick eighteen, and pick uh, in the mid twenties there to the Bengals for pick one. At, and their chance in taking uh, Joe Burrow. How would you feel about that? I would need all three of their firsts this year plus a second this year to even answer the phone. The second? Ooh, I don't know, man. Maybe a second the following year. The Bengals are in a position where they have to just do it. They've Do what? Get your franchise quarterback. Get your new quarterback. There's been so many years of you know seven and nines and, and middle, so you're out of out of the range for the top, the the higher up quarterbacks, or um, you know just being you know too too far out of draft position to get one. I understand that they could fill a lot of holes with those picks. That's good, but I just think that now's the, you have the guy that. He he almost fits because the Bengals O line is 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 suspect to say the least. But you watch all this film. I watched like a seventeen minute breakdown of his game the other day. I, I can't remember the guy's name it was on YouTube. It was phenomenal. He's great off script. He's great when a play breaks down. He's great at evading pressure. He he gets away from sacks sort of like Ben Roethlisberger did. And I hate to make that comparison because I don't like that guy. But he feels the pocket and gets away from pressure that way. He just seems like the guy. His girlfriend's from Cincinnati. His family's from Ohio. They live two hours away. All that stuff's there, too. But he just seems like the guy. And what are you going to do? Trade him and, and go get Herbert, who they think is a project. Jordan Love, who they think is a project. And I I, I just personally don't want anything to do with Tua. I just, I'm just not into Tua. Yeah, I, I like Tua a lot. Too, much, too many injury concerns, too many big injuries on lower extremities. Yeah. I don't like how left that, – that's the, that's the scary part to me. Lefty quarterbacks don't typically pay off, play out that well in the league. I consider that. I've been on the Burrow train since I watched him shred Alabama head-to-head with Tua. I just – I understand that they could fill a lot of holes with these picks, but at the same time, it's we've been in this, this Andy Dalton purgatory for nine years now, and – Oh, how good is he? Is he good enough? We don't know. He's kind of right there in the middle. Just just make the pick, get your guy, and go. And I don't understand why all these mocks and these articles are out here like, oh, well, best case scenario for Burrow is that he ends up in Miami. What has Miami done to, to put themselves head and shoulders above the Bengals as a franchise? Other, I mean, they, they, they were smart. They dumped some guys. Got some picks and all that. But, I mean, if you look at the last 10 years, the Bengals have won more games. They've won more division titles. They've been to the playoffs more. So what what makes Miami head and shoulders better of a situation to go to than the Bengals other than the fact that they did dump some of their guys, get some draft capital, and they can load up this year? But, I mean, they they won five games last year. I, no, and you, and that, that right there is a, a great point. Um, it just – appears to me from the outsider looking in you know I just felt like because listen I think the Bengals have had a great free agency and we haven't said that in years about the Bengals having a good free agency because usually they're not even players right um but if you look at the two 
and because they're both in a rebuild. If you look at the two, it seems like Miami's doing it better. Well, yeah, because, I mean, because of the picks that they've acquired and they, they made some good signings. As to where Mike Brown likes to hold on to some of the guys he probably should let go when and take the picks when he could get them. I mean, Miami's gotten it right last season and but and as far as being in the, as being you know like you said making the playoffs and of uh, the sorts yeah yeah I mean I don't I think uh, you know coming from a Browns fan I think I don't think the Bengals is an awful spot I I just think that like f- organizationally looking at it they don't have a body of work to to put them head and shoulders above the Bengals either I get that you know they they sold on some of their guys. They got the first from Minka. They 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 did it the right way. They did some things that I wish the Bengals would have with moving on from guys, getting good picks while you can still get them. I just I mean th- they've gone through just as many quarterbacks, if not more, than the Bengals have. Yeah. I I, I just don't see like the, they're they're still trying to drum this up like oh best case for him is he goes to Miami, but th- they haven't proven to be any better of an organization either. I just don't see that it's head and shoulders above anything else and as of right now i think he'd have better weapons in cincinnati i don't know about the line but i know he'd have better weapons so my my take on the trade which you know where where we're we're heading at here is i don't think it's a lose for cincinnati either way because i think this i think say miami calls they offer you the picks and you don't take it will you get joe burrow in my opinion, Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the draft. Yeah, I agree. But if the Bengals look at it from a distance and they say, okay, we're going to take all three of those picks. Well, at number five, at pick five, there's a good chance that you can take Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. Who just looks like a freak. Oh, uh, yeah, he's going to be a monster. Um. And then not only that, you get two more first round picks. You got pick eighteen, who, in my opinion, one of the best linemen in the draft is going to be there from Houston, Josh uh, Josh Jones. And plus, you have Jonah coming back, so you just established a left tackle and a right tackle on rookie deals. You got your premier middle linebacker, and what they've done with the defense is absolutely outstanding. There's uh, outside like Trey Wayne's is better than Dre, who Dre they just who got cut got cut, which I um, kind of knew was happening. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean it was, uh, but the defense have gotten better, and and but they haven't. We've talked about this. They haven't touched on the linebacker or the offensive line, um, who and Burrow's going to need protection, um, because you don't want to Tim couch him. Yeah, but they do those three. They, they take those three picks. They don't get it. They That's, get Simmons. They get a lineman, and then wherever else. Where do you get your quarterback? You're just back to another year. Andy Dalton well, or Ryan then, Finley. You know, and then uh, uh, pick twenty six is the is the other one. So you got five, eighteen, and twenty six. There's not going to be a quarterback there at eighteen or twenty six. No, and you're right. So what what do you what? Do, this is where you got to. This is where they've talked about being aggressive. Okay, who says you only can trade once? No, no, you're right. You know what if you know you get a Simmons. You get a Josh Jones, and then you trade twenty six up, and you can land Love, you know. And I, or I'm just saying, or you know, and sit him behind, let's say a fucking Cam Newton or Jameis Winston. Absolutely not on Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston uh, sucks. He, he does. He does. But you know, as a you know, as a, a one year bridge quarterback, we see it all the time. His his turnover numbers have gone what about, up. Every okay, year. then what about Cam? 
I don't that's, like Cam either. I don't like him no, as a person. No, but I think Cam will win you games. I think he could win his games, but I don't I don't like him as a person. And I don't know if he takes a one-year deal anywhere. No, I mean, no, and you could be right, but it could be prove it, and then he's back up in the big money. Um, not that he's out of the big money, um, but I just think. But then uh, there's I, a lot of holes on the Bengals. There are, but you you wait on that, or you go get Cam. What if Cam's injury doesn't check out? He he yeah. he hardly played last year. Yeah. You're putting yourself at a risk. Uh, and okay, let's say you go get him, and you win six, seven, eight games next year. Well, then where are you at? Well, let me just tell you what. Let me tell you what scares me. And and I'm just going to bring this up because we, me and you, when we talk Bengals, we talk about it all the time. And I'm going to repeat myself. They've done great in free agency, but we had two spots going into free agency that they had to make better. No, but they they don't value linebacker. It's 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 clear. And for and, better and, or for and worse, offensive line. Well, they're not going to get rid. They're not going to draft a right tackle because they st- they're still paying Bobby Hart, which is fucking stupid. Because they could've, everyone can see that they could have got out of that. But deal. everyone can see that. You know, a replacement is a possibility. The biggest thing for me for the the Bengals right now are linebackers that can tackle outside of you know obviously now a franchise quarterback. Um, I don't know. So here's my, my take on it: is this? If the Bengals take Joe Burrow, great. If the Bengals trade number one pick for those three picks if, if it's possible I don't think it's bad either I don't I don't yeah, think they're the not Bengals a, lose. they're not in a position to lose I guess I just after so many years of Andy Dalton and the same shit I just I'm just ready for it to be, get the next guy retool it look the line is very suspect it was much better at the end of the year when Cordy Glenn came back because you had your, your your left tackle who who is now gone their guard spot, the competition is going to be at guard because I actually saw some numbers where Bobby Hart came on pretty good at the end of the year. I don't trust him to to continue that. I, you know, I hate Bobby Hart. Terrible signing. They should have they should have gotten out of that money as soon as they could this year and replaced him. And that's where I think y- you cut Bobby Hart's money and we should have outbid you for Jack Conklin. Yeah, you but can, you cannot, you cannot, and I'm gonna say this: you cannot Tim Couch Joe Burrow. And I don't think that you they will. You can't put him back there and let him get beat on and beat on until he just can't do his job anymore. And and at the beginning of the year, you saw them with Dalton last year when you know they were real close with Seattle, and then the wheels kind of fell off a few weeks in. But they're getting those quick throws out. They're not they're not getting the time to pressure. I think they're going to have to do that. But I don't think that the line is going to be as bad as people think. I know that it, I mean they gave up I think thirty six sacks last year, which is a lot. But as, as things progressed, when they got the left tackle back, the guard spots kind of got shored up. Trey Hopkins is, is is the cemented center now. He earned his contract that he got. I don't think it's as bad as people are thinking. But here's my thing. Here's, here would be Not my... bad enough to, to pass on Burrow to go get a Jameis or a Cam and see about Love because I, I – I, people are real high on love talking about him going as early as 12 to the Raiders. I just don't like him that much. And and my thing to be that is the majority of your pressure is going to come from the edge. Now, yes. listen, Cordy Glenn is a seasoned vet and can play left tackle. We know when Cordy Glenn wants to play left tackle, he can. he's, he's a damn good left tackle. I would take him on the Browns right now. Yeah, I, I think it's a mental thing with him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we can say the line's fine or whatever, but – we are putting in Jonah Williams, who hasn't played not one down in the NFL yet. You know, Absolutely. So, you, you know, you're putting him in there for a rookie. And on the right side, you have the guy you hate in Bobby Bobby Hart. Fat Bobby. So, there's a lot of 
possible pressure coming at Burrow around the edge. Um, you know, so. Yeah, that, but that, you can take Burrow and then address that the next draft or the next free agency. I understand. Why not re- Why not do it now? Well, I, I, how are they going to do it now, though? Well, let's see. You got it. You get rid of Dalton. You, there goes, what, $17 million? Yeah, but where's the good offensive linemen that are left? There's none. There's all kinds of left tackles. There's fucking you can trade for Trent Williams. You can get Jason Peters. We're not going to do that with a left tackle. With their if they found if they found one of those guys that would come play right tackle, I would say go for it. But they're not going to take on a Trent Williams money or, or overpay Jason Peters and uh, but, put but Jonah Williams there is on the still bench. A ton anymore. of good players left in free agency. Are they, will it, they come it, play guard? If they'll come play guard, then cool. But they're why, not going to put their first rounder well, on the bench for an older guy. Well, no, 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 no. I'm, okay, left tackle, that's fine. I keep forgetting about Jonah. But right right tackle, just because you're paying Bobby Hart don't mean he has to play right tackle. You can move him into guard. Well, they can get out if, of the money, too. better but, or whatever. Yeah, but who's exactly. out there? That's the thing. Uh, we can go we, I mean, we can go down the list. There's, there's plenty of good linemen left. I'm not aware of any of them. I didn't know that. Oh, because no, there's, I, there's, there's, plenty of li- there's plenty of linemen left. I don't have the list in front then of me. They should I was just be on looking, the phone. Looking, looking it up earlier. Yeah, and that's the thing too. You know, if you solidify one of those positions, then yeah, then you it would make no, it make it'd be a no brainer. Yeah, absolutely. They can they can cut Bobby Hart right now and save like seven million dollars. And then you can cut Andy and save that seven, seventeen and a half. Which yeah. I don't I don't know why that hasn't because been I don't done think yet. that if it doesn't go guaranteed, as long as it don't go guaranteed, what's the point? As I don't think his money goes guaranteed until when? Is it the beginning of the season? Or? I'm I'm not sure, but I just don't understand. I don't understand why he's still on the team. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't even have him in as a backup. I think that they may be keeping him yeah, because they're like entertaining that. the trade. I, I don't like that because he still wants to play. Well, I'm saying because they may entertain trade offers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because honestly, even let, if you let, even if you can trade him for a player, no, I'm saying let's say they take Miami's trade offer and they get those three first rounders. I would rather Dalton bridge a Jordan Love that they're they're going to draft and try oh, out yeah. than a Cam Newton or a James. Oh, Winston. Yeah, you're saying a bridge for them, and yeah. I'm not a Dalton fan. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. So yeah, maybe they're hanging that, on that to him because they're too. they're still weighing their options with that. Yeah. I would rather go with old familiar you know, Dalton for a year. When you say that, that's a really good point. Is there a? We're close to the draft. Is there a scenario out there to where that's been discussed and they're discussing? Okay, well, hell, let's keep Dalton a, a year and go in on. Trevor Lawrence, not that I think they're going to be there because I think on paper right now the Bengals are win anywhere from seven to nine games. I think they're going to win at least five. Um, I got more than that. I just I like what they've done in free agency. They just haven't hit the offensive side, which still has playmakers, just no line. Um, but yeah, but to that question, dude, I think I think they're in a win-win. You take Burrow or you get three picks. Either way, I, I think you. I think it, I think somebody's going to get a kudos. Now I think if you don't take Burrow, Cincinnati fans might bear down a little bit. But I think I don't think it's not smart. I actually think it, it could be smart on a way of looking at it. In all right, we have a lot of holes. I think people would understand it. They would be upset because everybody wants Burrow. But if you look like I, you know, I've been on the Burrow train hardcore since since that Bama game where he just he went head to head with two and just blew it up. But if that trade happened, I would have to sit down and be like, okay, there's there's three first rounders this season that you can get out of it. I would be okay with it. But another thing that I want to point out too. We were just talking about their win total. You said maybe seven to eight. I said about five. I was looking at the numbers. They lost eight games by one touchdown or less. So a couple things go their way. Their season could go a lot different. I'm not going to say that they're going to come out here and go 11 to five or anything. They were two and 14 for a reason. Those close games usually come down to coaching. Yes. I want to. That's I was, that's I was where gonna, I put yeah, it on I was, Zach I Taylor. About, I was about to preach that too. So and 
you almost give him a wash last year. He got hired late after the Super Bowl. He put his staff together late. He was moving his family in, didn't get time to get settled. Now he's got a whole off season. so let's see what you got. But Yeah, good I, coaches find a way to win yeah, those. Yeah, you win those close games. I mean, so we've been in a ton of those too. But yeah, I I agree with you. So did he you know, does this off season of him having nothing but football to focus on, even mm-hmm. with the pandemic going on, benefit him? Maybe. Last year it was pretty rushed. He had right. like 10 different guys he tried to get for D coordinator. I'm still not sold on the D coordinator either. Because yeah, no. they're committed to running this nickel defense as their primary defense. I just don't know how much I like it right. or how much I agree with it. They, I they, like linebackers. They've gotten, they've gotten, you know, Trey Wayne's is an upgrade over Kirkpatrick and tackling. I'll tell you that because how many times have we watched? Seems like that's what they kind of focused on. You they, know? they definitely did. But you still need linebackers that can tackle because that's your middle, you know, that's your middle part of the field. They, Obviously, sh- Von Bell. Von Bell is a great signing. I wanted Von Bell bad. See that's what that's what I'm wondering though. Are they going to put Von Bell up in the box? Or are they going to put Sean Williams up in the I box? Because Williams I did well in the box. I think that's what you were saying. Um, sounds right. I think that sh- they might be experimenting with Sean Williams just sitting up in the box. The numbers and with him last Bell year and uh, um, Bates. But Bell's really good up in the box too. Yeah, he, so he, I'm wondering. He didn't miss a tackle last I'm wondering year. who <laughs> they're going to use there because Sean Williams' numbers when he came up and played the box were actually surprisingly good. I would that's almost. Because, that's because he only played one fourth of the downs because. Because <laughs> well, yeah, you go out for a play, you get hurt, you come back. So I, I mean, it's interesting to see what they're going to do there. I just, at the end of the day, get your quarterback. Let's not leave it to chance anymore. Because you know, as, as bad as you have to be to get the number one overall pick, they haven't had one since '03. So yeah. it's been you know 17 years. The guys, there if you want them, you can get the best quarterback, or you can get three picks. I don't think you can lose. Either way, if I'm a Bengals fan, I'm happy about it. Stay pat and take Burrow, though. That's that's what I want. So, um, getting back to uh, more NFL stuff here, let's talk about your quarterback situation. Uh, Baker Mayfield saw some pictures on the internet here a few months ago where he looked kind of fat. And then I saw a couple pictures yesterday where he doesn't look fat anymore. So, yeah, he's been doing the crunches, I guess. So, um, the question is, though, is Baker going to bounce back from last year and go back to the, the form he showed his rookie year? Um, or is 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 this going to be more of the same? But I want to ask you this as a Browns fan: If he doesn't bounce back in this new system and he doesn't, you know, get back to the guy that you thought he was going to be two years ago, is it time for the Browns to move on? So, I th- so I'm, let me answer this first. First of all, <clears throat> I expect, and, and I'm going to sound like a homer here, but I, you know, I've been saying this, and I'm going to give you my reasons why. I expect Baker to have a big year. Um, almost like they thought he was going to have last year. Okay. Um, we know Stefanski's system, he's going to run the ball. You know Nick Chubb's going to carry the ball 30 times a game. Way more uh, way more than he did way last year. Way more than Freddie let him. Freddie bathrooms. And what is that going to do? That is going to open up the pass. And the, what I love about the Stefanski system the most is the 12 personnel. There's going to be heavy formations. Double tight ends. We're going to have Hooper and, and Joku both on the field a lot with Jarvis and uh, Odell. Um, also, what that means is you're going to have the play action to get Baker out of the pocket. That's Baker's – that's where he's good. Exactly. Baker is a shorter quarterback. It's no secret. It's never been his problem because of the depth he gets on his dropbacks um, and, and, a, and how fast he gets back there on his dropback. But that being said – if you go back and you watched tape of Baker, his first um, his his rookie year, you see twelve personnel, you see play action, 
You see runs that set up the pass, and you see Baker. What 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 Baker is known for is the accuracy. Dude, that ball that he threw, I saw the it on Jarvis Twitter. Jarvis against the Panthers. Yes, dude, I saw that on Twitter dude, the other that, like yesterday, I, scrolling through something, and I just like holy that, shit. It was a perfect. I forgot throw. about that ball. And he lost some of that last year. You know, there's just too much. There's too many. Too much five wides. Too too the, the offense was just predictable. There's just too much, and uh, his footwork look, looked bad last year. Well, he got bigger. He wasn't. He you know he wasn't so light on his feet as he was his rookie his rookie year. And I think Stefanski's already came in and they're well, already picking at him. You well, see him. Working. Alex Van Pelt is a good get for him, also. A great get. Um, and and the, and you look at um, the videos you've seen on, online. I mean, he's working. You see him working all the time, whether it's with his wife or. Um, with Danny Amendola, he's been working with him a lot, and a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the college and high school players there at uh, uh, Lake Travis there in, in Oklahoma. Um, but you see him working a lot, and you didn't see a whole lot of that last year. I think the Browns saw a lot of commercials and yeah, photo you've seen a lot of commercials, photo shoots. You've seen a Tigers lot of and shit. yeah, you've seen you've seen just a lot of like okay we know we're going to be good we're good on paper well browns look you're really really good on paper again yeah. offensively is that going to spell 6 and 10 or right, 10 exactly. and 6 Off- offensively you they look like a top 5 offense if not better defense has holes it does have holes um but to answer your question i think baker's going to have a huge huge year man there's just so there's just, and i know it's the same as last year but you you posted the question on Facebook on our page and you asked quarterback or coach. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time it's coaching for me. The point zero one percent is Tom Brady. We'll answer that another day. Okay, that's um, fair. <laughs> uh, but so I think the coaching's there. I think that um, he. Got, I think he bounces big, dude. I think he's. I think he, he's a pro. He's Pro Bowl bound. Um, and then to answer the second part of that question, it, could this be it? Listen, if we start off bad and we're looking like we're out of it, with with there being the chance at um, a second or that that playoff team, that extra playoff team, yeah, that that listen, if he, go, if he goes down, if he if he starts bad and he can't do his job, we know what Case Keenum can do with Stefanski. That's true. We watched it. I I kind of forgot that the Browns signed him, and you said that like a month and a half before free agency. Yeah, and you know they they gave him the good backup money for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. We know he can run that system. He's I'm not saying Case Keenum's the fucking future of the Browns. He went to an NFC championship. He went to though. an NFC championship with the Vikings and Stefanski, and if Baker can't thrive in this system, we know Keenum can. And then yeah, I, I mean this is a make or break year for. For Baker, and I see him putting the work in. I think he's going to be our future quarterback. Like I said, I think he has a huge season. But if he don't, Case Keenum's right there on his heels, man. I see him having a better year because I think that the the coaching was just so bad last year, Pitiful. man. They 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 hired Freddie to be the head coach because that's what Baker wanted. It was like his buddy after Hugh it was made gone. Sense. It made it, it, it the the theory of it made sense, but. Your quarterback doesn't. Your quarterback has to get along with his head coach and his play caller. Don't get me wrong, but he doesn't have to be his buddy, right? I, I I don't know about a huge year just because there are some limitations. And Baker's big rookie year, there was a lot of weak competition. 
But I, I, I like Baker. I liked him when he planted the flag at Ohio State. A lot of people still aren't over that. I thought that was awesome. I liked him coming out. You know, I, 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 I do think The big playability that, from Baker Mayfield is legit. Yeah, it's there. Uh, so I've always liked him as a quarterback. I did think that, you know, maybe he should have laid off the commercials and the photo shoots and the that video where he's like, oh, do you own this Tiger? And Baker's like, oh, only twice a year. Like, okay, you beat us twice in your whole career. Talking about the Bengals. Three times. I, well, but at that point, oh, when that yeah, video yeah. came out, it was only two. Um, but I, I – I see a better year. I see a more efficient year. I don't know about huge. I don't know if he's going to lead the league in in, in anything, but they're going to be – I think their offense is going to be good. He's going to get in play action. He's going to have the 12 personnel. Nick Chubb, I think he was, what, 40 yards short of leading the league in rushes oh, last God. year? He should have had it. And he dude, should have had it weeks, <laughs> weeks before the season ended. He was 40 yards short. But there was like halves of games where he didn't run the ball with Freddie Kitchens yeah. there. He could have. I would like to probably see his set a record compared to Henry's. Yeah, he probably could have set a record. So I expect Chubb to. One of the reasons I don't expect Baker's numbers to inflate so drastically is because I think a lot of it's going to be done on the ground. Mm-hmm. I really, really like Nick Chubb. Yeah. I really, really like Kareem Hunt. I think that Stefanski's going to get them the running attack that they need more, so that's going to take a little bit of the pressure off of Baker. And that's not to say that Baker's a guy where you have to take the pressure off of him. He's, you know, I'm not going to put him in the class of like an Andy Dalton yet where it's like, okay, just manage the game and don't fuck up. Right. But – Stefanski's no, going to commit we've, we've to running. Seen, yeah, he is. But we've seen Baker can make the plays. Baker can make the throws because oh, yeah. the one thing that you can't teach is accuracy. And that that's one of my bigger things on Burrow. I was like, well, he's got great receivers and he's got a, Yeah, but the receivers aren't putting the ball right, in the perfect spot where it needs to be. And we've exactly. seen Baker do that. Right. Great competition or bad competition, these are NFL DBs, and I've watched him put a ball where his guy gets it or it hits the ground. Yeah. So I'm not going to take that away from him at all. No, no, no. So – you know, I would agree in the sense that yes, they're going to run the ball, but I do think I do think Baker's going to have some some big numbers. I think um, I think Odell's going to also have a big year. I, I think Odell, uh, Chubb, Hooper, and Baker are all going to are all going to have huge years. Um, I could easily see it. I just the, from a number standpoint on Baker, I don't know if it, it's huge because I think the running game is going to be so much better that he's not going to be throwing. And that's crazy much. to think that the running game for the Browns can get better. After what Chubb just did, it absolutely, it, it absolutely could get better. Yeah, well, because I'm saying it's going to. Freddie stopped. I mean, yeah. dude, he put up a hundred yards in the first half and then, then touched it three touch times it. in the second half. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So, so yeah. He, he, I think he could have set a record last year. I don't, I don't know what the rushing record is, but yeah, he he probably could have came damn near close if Freddie would have just turned around and handed him the ball. Yeah. So pretty much to answer that question, I do think Baker's going to have a big year. The second part of that question, if not, yeah, I mean, I think this is make or break for Baker, man. This is. Uh, you know, this is his team. The offense is totally on Baker right now. There's no reason on paper that the Browns should not put up 30, 40 points a game. They are, I mean, no, you're they're, right. offensively, they're loaded. I mean, they, they're a left tackle away from having. Why haven't they called Cordy? You brought I that up. Uh, see, I, what I, so here, and I've touched on this. So what I want to happen is I want to see him get trade a third or fourth for Trent Williams, put him at left tackle to be that stopping gap for a year or two. If you can't get a Trent Williams. Good Go get Jason Peters. If you can't get Jason Peters, you want to go a little cheaper, go get Cordy Glenn. We've seen Cordy yeah. Glenn can play left tackle. And then what I want to see the Browns do, they're sitting 10th, move up. Now, if you get your left tackle who you were going to take in the draft, move up and go get Isaiah Simmons or go get Chase Young. 
which them just signing uh, Adrian Claiborne says they're you know the Chase Young thing is I think probably not going to happen. Young is going to Washington, but no man, I would what. love, and you would you should love too if you're the Bengals. Obviously, if it wasn't for Burrow, you should love Isaiah Simmons, dude. That oh, I, I do. Real. I yeah. Um, I mean, trading up for Young, you're gonna have to do a lot. You're gonna have to get the two. I there's, think three. there's been there's been rumors of Washington going to take Tua and all that. They just traded for Kyle Allen. They got. Haskins there, and I think that that's a good point. Still, I forgot they did just get Allen. They anyway. gave up draft Played capital. Pretty for good Allen. season last year. Yeah, man. they and, and Rivera is familiar with him, but they them giving up draft capital for him doesn't tell me that they're going to be in the market to yeah. draft two. That's there. a good point. That's a good so, point. So three, I think two, three, three becomes three becomes that much more expensive. Yeah, the, I think that's the where the draft I, starts. I think the Lions they're in a great spot. Man, they could get paid. When I mean paid by as in picks coming at them left and right yeah let's say you get know, up to three could they could they be in on Tua? could they since, trade stafford i think they could and i don't think that they would be too bad off to do that or <laughs> fuck dude you got you could you could leave stafford there grab Tua, give him a red shirt year yeah yeah there's a lot of things they can do there uh, Stafford's I keep record against Jeffrey winning Akuda teams from ohio good. state i mean you can't go on with ohio state db i keep seeing him being the mock but man Stafford's the injuries are there and it's just kind of yeah. stale. Maybe a time I, I could see them taking Tua, but they're in a great position because let's say Cincinnati takes Burrow, Washington takes Chase Young. That's when you call Miami and say, "Hey, what are you going to give me to get up to this three spot?" Or I'm about to take Tua. I think, yeah, I think the team that draft has, day that yeah, shit. yeah, I think the team that has to move up the most is sitting at six is the Chargers. Yeah, because man, I just don't like Justin Herbert. I yeah, just, I I just think yeah. I just think they miss. It's I'm not sure Herbert's even going to be there. Because if somebody say say the Bengals take Burrow, then at three is a trade, and someone comes up and gets uh, Tua, then you're sitting there at five is uh, who Miami Miami, and say they I don't know say they take Herbert, I could and yeah. then the, that's what I'm saying the Chargers what are you gonna do you're gonna take Love out of that high, see and then the, so let's transition this into our next question, um, why is Cam Newton and uh, Jameis Winston not signed yet like where would they go the chargers and cam newton make a lot of sense they do and i, I just i don't think the chargers are doing that i think they're going to get their young guy and they're going to run with tyrod i yeah. just they've they've, they've pretty much come up and said they got to move up though i think i think so too i mean unless i just jordan love at six Ugh. yeah i mean there's, you gotta there's be really there. in on on jordan love but what did everybody say when kansas city traded up for mahomes like oh what mahomes at 10 and then yeah. look what he became so i mean Maybe they have the guy that they fall in love with, but but the Chargers and, and Cam Newton make a ton of sense. He's got weapons, yeah. pretty good line. Um, you know, I, I guess, just keep seeing Tua in a Dolphins jersey. Yeah, I, I I think Miami. I think that might be the best spot for Tua. I think they're in love with Burrow. I I just don't think that Cincinnati's coming off of it. I just think that they're set. They're going to get their guy. They're going to sell the jerseys. The Ohio State fans are going to love it. The whole Ohio people are going to love yeah, it, all I that mean, shit. And but yeah. I I think that Miami's going to make sure. Okay, if we can't get Burrow, they're going to make sure they don't miss out on Tua. Yeah, I just he they they started the tank for Tua. They were supposed and then if, to be. And then you know? and then if Miami don't have to use those two draft picks. And say they can move up two spots with a, I don't know, a third or fourth rounder, and you still got two more first round picks. That, yeah, that would be nice they for end Miami, up, man. Like that, that is a good rebuild. You're rebuilding, and you end up with Tua. I think that they were they were doing this to tank for Tua, but they ended up winning games at the end of the year. I think and that you can't you can't position, tell pro athletes you want to lose. It's just, no, you just can't. 
That's that's coaches and front offices, right. mainly front offices. Right. And even trading away all their – that's just good good coaching by Brian Flores. Man, I really like I Brian like Flores, Flores a lot. But that's what I'm looking at. Miami may be in a great position because they may get the guy that they were going to tank for. Yeah. Plus I, they've netted two other but firsts. But I think I'm with you, though. I think they really want Burrow. I think they do, too. I think anybody that wants a quarterback would want Burrow because – I don't know. I think there's some teams out there that might want Tua just because of the years of the numbers other than Burrow's one big year. Yeah, and, uh, man, just my personal – it's just – You've had three major lower leg – well, bottom half of your body injuries. One is like the Bo Jackson hip. That is just scary, man. Because well, the good thing he's a quarterback and he shouldn't run a lot. Well, I mean, that was a big part of his game at Bama. He's scrambling yeah, around, making the throws, taking the hits. Yeah, but we know the, the college is a little different. It's a little different, that. but I just yeah, – and, and at the pros, you can't get hit like that. You're looking at a guy that you're going to draft to be there for the next 10, 15 years – is it the lefty with the the bad legs and the bad ankles? So where's so where, so then where's Cam end up? Do you, where do you think he ends up? The, the Chargers make the most sense. New England's out there. I just don't think him and Belichick would work. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the Broncos? They seem to be all in on Drew Locke, though. Yeah, they are. And dude, Drew Locke's dope, dude. He's like rapping Jeezy on yeah, the sidelines yeah. and shit. That's pretty cool. I like Drew Locke a lot. I just think the Chargers um, make the most sense for Cam. The Chargers are the most logical fit to me. I just. They seem set on either playing out the draft. I think they know that there's time for Cam. There's not a huge market, so they can say, let's see what goes on in the draft. If we yeah. get our guy, we'll let Tyrod play a year while or Herbert, Cam Love, or, or whoever sits. Or if we don't trade our, if we don't get our guy, you know, we don't feel like using the draft trap capital to trade up to get a Herbert or Love or, or however it's going to go out, then okay, maybe we give Cam a call after the draft. If you look when the Panthers had a good run to the, the Super Bowl, man, they had a, a good defense. Which um, the, Chargers the Chargers have, have. yes. Um, and then not only that, there's some good weapons on the Chargers. I know they just lost Melvin Gordon. No, but they got, but you got Austin Allen? Eckler, Hunt, you got Hunter Keenan, Henry, you got Hunter Henry, um, uh, Keenan Allen. Uh, who's the uh, Mike Williams from Clemson? F- he's flashy, but he's there. Yeah, but I mean, I think you you're almost set up like Cam was with the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, I. That Super Bowl really soured me on Cam, man. That fumble, yeah. he just he he leaned back. How he, he acted after it was, yeah. That, was that's that my biggest too. thing about him too. I like his game, but I just don't like his attitude and his, you know, when we win, I'm a badass, and if you don't like it, shut me up, motherfucker type right, shit. Yeah. But then when they lose, he's, he's like cries. he's yeah. all mopey and head down and wants to talk to Goodell because he's getting hit too much, and. Man, that Super Bowl, that fumble where he pulled up. Yeah, he didn't want to get on the I, that. that yeah. That's really what soured it for, for, soured me off of him. So what, but I think he can still play. But And, and then we get into Jameis. Jameis is going to have to be – He's going to have to – it looks like he's going to have to be a backup. Yeah, he's going to have to hope he to He had the most, most passing yards in the league last year. Yeah, I mean, Bruce Arians, man, he's going to throw that thing. He's going to throw it downfield. Yeah. And Chris Godwin came out and said, you know, a lot of the picks, I guess, were, you know, yeah, they, they, guys they running said, a bad route. Yeah, guys didn't know the routes. So, I mean, But, yeah, I maybe, mean, that's the quarterback, though. That's the position. You get all the blame for it. I just feel like Jameis is just his, his complete – his, his picks have gone up every year. I, I, I The maturity issue there is still – I mean, you know, the college thing, the sexual assault, whatever, the stealing the crab legs, the screaming fucker right in the pussy at campus and then getting benched for half a game. Yeah. And then, you know, did he or did he not sexually assault an Uber driver? That shit just keeps following him around. Yeah. And he was throwing a lot of picks. And it's just I, – I just – I know what team makes them – I've been saying it. And I'm, 
I th- I for Jameis? The, the longer that this thing goes, I think he's going to end up there. Oh, I know what you're about to say. Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. I just I know exactly what you're about to say. The Steelers do not have a good backup quarterback. Um, no. And no. I just think if he's going to go sit, Ben's not going to play much longer. Well, and you can't count on him being there. Ben right. misses time every year. Right. It's it's a matter what, of time. What a until better backup. I mean, if I'm if if I can have Jameis Winston as a backup, I'll take him as a backup. Yeah, I would I would definitely take him as a backup. I wouldn't want him as my yeah. starter. But no, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just if, think you're like, oh damn. Well, all this, you know, Ben Garrett. Fuck, here comes Jameis. Yeah, who's going to air the ball out? We know that. I mean, you might get lucky, you know, you know, or you could, good chance will throw you a pick. Yeah, I no, I think he would be a pretty good backup, and maybe take it. I think he may be a guy that needs a year of not being the starter to maybe humble him, mature him yeah. a little bit. Yeah, maybe. And and and, a, and as much He's as definitely we hate not getting Pittsburgh, the money he thought he was going to get. Definitely not. And as much as we hate Pittsburgh, that is a stable organization and that'll humble you that could quick. help humble you and, yeah. and teach you up. So that that would be a good fit. Um, I wouldn't necessarily like it because I want to, you know, I want the Bengals to put a few retirement licks on Ben this year and then bring in a guy named fucking Duck or Mason Rudolph who's terrible. But yeah, no that that makes a lot of sense. Um, but I I don't think either guy lands somewhere until after the draft because I mean there's 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 a Jake Fromm that's going to pop up somewhere in the second round who coming into this year was yeah. I was on the fail for Fromm train right you know and he kind of took a step back but I think that there's a lot there he's got a lot of the tools he may be a little bit of a project but would somebody you know sneak up and get him early to mid second and yeah you know, I don't want the Bengals to do that because that just reminds me of Andy Dalton. But could a team like um, you know a team like the the Chargers or uh, or or New England or, yeah, I mean, or somebody do that and then that takes away one of those spots for James and, or Cam and a, I don't say necessarily a, well yeah I would say a smart team somebody's gonna somebody is going to tank, try and tank this year oh Trevor, absolutely Trevor Lawrence is yeah yeah oh yeah I mean somebody's going to tank for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, man, they should, man. Yeah, I'm not big should. on tanking, but I, I mean, like, if I'm getting into the season and I'm fucking one and six, and the division's taking off and all that, and I don't have a chance. Fuck this, dude. If the Bengals trade that fucking house, if the Bengals came out and said, "Look, we're gonna fucking take these picks, and we're gonna trade out, and we're gonna do this," and I promise you, that's we're gonna case, try take to Chase lose. Young right now, we're gonna try to lose. Well, no, if they're gonna tank for Trevor, take the three first this year. Yeah, get you know, get Simmons or or, or, or whatever you want to do. However you do that. And then if you tell me, just come out and say, like, I am tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Cool. But don't go out there and you fuck better around. fucking lose. Don't go out there and fuck around and win five, six games. Because right. if somebody lose. gets – whoever gets that number one pick, if they need a quarterback – Oh, my God. The, Trevor Lawrence is going number there's no one ne- next year, and there's no fucking – I don't care if he breaks his leg. Yeah. No, he's going, he's going one. Yeah. I, that's I, I'm I'm Burrow Burrow I think Burrow's gonna be very good I think Burrow will be very good for ten years but if they said we're gonna trade this pick and we're gonna fucking make the kicker kick the ball to the left on yeah. every game when it like you know something then then I'd be in if they if they had a plan to tank for Trevor I'd be in yeah. get me three first and tank for Trevor but God man what if some just tell people keep saying Belichick's going to tank for him, man? I just don't know. How do you get the Bill in on a tank? Good. The, How do you get Bill Bill in on a tank? Belichick, like we just said, coaching is going to win enough games for Belichick is not going to be in the number one. Spot. I still think that's where Dalton winds up. I just think they wait for him to be. Plus, released. I think Brian Hoyer wins a couple games. Eh. I mean, I I mean eight and eight. I mean, man, nine, seven, the like last that. good Hoyer year was two thousand thirteen, though. Like, right, yeah, that's yeah, a while. but there's there's still. In the division with Miami and the Jets. I mean, 
Not that Miami's, Miami's getting better, but, I mean, they don't have a, a quarterback yet. That's Buffalo's division I do division think, yeah, that's, year, that's Buffalo's division. Um, but, you know, they're still right there. Uh, I mean, there's there's four wins. I mean, if you get a couple other, you know, games, that winnable games, you know, Belichick is the best coach. I'm sure he wins a couple of those. I'm excited to see Belichick without him because the numbers of Belichick without Brady aren't very good. But he's a lot more experienced in season right. now. I, I can't – I'm gonna follow the Patriots very closely. Oh, I'm gonna follow. I think year. I think we're all gonna be following the Bucks too. But uh, yeah, there. Enough with that. Let's uh, let's transition this one over here to. Oh, let's actually let's just keep it in the off season here. So we're gonna stay with uh, the free agency talk here. Um, and, and and there's some pretty good guys left. Honestly, man. Uh, before we talked today, I didn't think there was anybody that good uh, that good left. And then I looked. I'm like, oh shit. There's there's a lot of guys out there. Oh, so man, the list is huge still. Um, you know, one guy that's still out there that I think's good that I wanted the Bengals in on was Demarius Randall. Um, not gonna happen now. I think they're pretty set at safety. Um, Kelvin Beecham, an offensive tackle's out there. Um, I mean, he's 31, but he's better than Bobby Hart. Um, I'd really like them to kind of give him a call and see what's out there. Um, you know, Flacco's out there. No thanks. Damon Har- Snacks Harrison's out there, but I think we're good. That's good. Um, I mean, it depends what you're doing with Gino. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think Gino's probably going to stay. Jason Peters out there. Um, is he a guy that would want to come play in a situation like Cincinnati this late? You got to think year? Jason Peters wants to win. Like he's yeah, he's not going. He's to looking Cincinnati. at a list as to where like okay, this is this is where I want to go and and win. Um, two guys that I would like them to keep in mind for rotational purposes. If you can get a Jabal Sheard cheap enough. Yeah. Cause you know, you, you want to have like four like a, defensive like ends. Like, a, like almost like a, for a rotation. Yeah. Or, like yeah. you want, you want like four ends that can rush and the Bengals have Hubbard who looks good. Lawson who looks good when he plays. I don't know why he hasn't. And then Dunlap, but that, that fourth pass rusher, that, that other guy that you can keep in that rotation. Um, Jabal Sheard or uh, Ziggy Ansa is both are both out there. Um, I wouldn't mind them taking a flyer on them if you could get them kind of cheap enough. Um, um, Linebacker-wise, Nigel Bradham, 30 years old, you know, not not a top-tier linebacker. He's one-on-one. On one, he's, he's one on I'd like the Browns to Yeah, I would, I would like the Bengals to call year him. year or two. Um, or, or Darren Lee, too. I thought before Darren Lee got traded to the Chiefs, which I believe was the beginning of last year, um, he's a he's a good coverage linebacker, a guy that fits what the Bengals have needed for a while. So, what do you um, think is the Bengals' needs? Like, where do you want now with the guys that are left? I mean, obviously, you want what linemen and well, linebacker. Um, they, I, I understand that they don't value it that much, but you still need it. Um, but honestly, and this is assuming that. Bobby Hart is the starting right tackle next year, and there's nothing I can do about it because I I truly think that's the case. I think the Bengals are going to try Bobby Fart, Bobby Fart, Bobby fucking Hart is what I was trying to say, but we, I call him Fat Bobby. They're going to try him out to be the starting right tackle next year. I have to just accept that and hope for the best with it. As where that's really where I think it is. So knowing that, I would like to see both guard spots upgraded. Xavier Suafalo. Um, I don't believe is was brought in to be a starter. I think he was brought in to fight for a spot. Um, I still pray and hope the Billy Price experiment is over. What, I, so what's the plan with Price right now? Is that He's going to play guard. Is he starting as of right now or what? He couldn't stay on the field as a guard last year, so I don't think that anything's set right now. I think both guard spots are going to have a battle this year um, in the offseason. And – going to be weird to see how that plays out because there's not going to be OTAs. 
the best we can hope for now is training camp. Yeah. OTAs aren't going to be there. So, um, well, you, you know, uh, another, Bobby Hart should get traded to Dallas because they just lost their center. Well, but, well, you know, and another guard there too, Josh Klein. Josh Klein, Mike Person is also out there. I wouldn't mind them bringing either one of those guys in. Yeah, um, I mean, there's like like I was telling you, there's still some. I mean, Donald Penn's out there. You know, if you if you want a guy that can, you know, step in, uh, um, you know, uh, for what you need. Uh, Jason uh, Springs is out there. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think the Bengals. I'm with you. The Bengals got to get the offensive line, and then I know, wasn't the aware there was so team. much offensive line help out there. And if you have these guys that play tackle, call them. Be like, hey man, would you be willing to come play guard? We got a pretty good thing going on with our left tackle. You want to come play left guard? Because that's what that was the plan with Cordy Glenn last year. Right, was him to kick into guard. So maybe there's a guy that can do that, or you can get a guy that that's a natural guard, but. Man, I don't want it to be Bobby Hart, man. That was just such a reach and a panic pick, and he's just turned out so bad. So, yeah. honestly, man, I, I didn't know the offensive line help was still, still pretty damn good yeah. that, that's still available. This this is weird, man, because you got like a Clowney that's still out there and a Cam. And well, it's because Clowney's not seeing the $20 million he wants. Yeah, he's looking more like 17 Yeah. But I think the medical stuff, too, is hard, man. These guys can't get looked at by these team doctors. Yeah. And honestly, the Bengals have had such bad luck with their fucking doctors. I would trust a, uh, an independent doctor more. The Bengals medical staff has been a joke. So Yeah, so, so I, mean, the Browns, the, I mean, the Browns have done a lot here in you know, the offseason with free agency. Obviously, um, put that tender on Kareem Hunt, which means he's not going anywhere. Case Keenum, the backup. Andy uh, Janovich, our fullback. Who, whose numbers look really good, and we know Stefanski likes to use that. Yeah, it's going to matter got, now. We got, I think both of our number one target was Jack Conklin. The Browns did get him. Um, Austin Hooper solidifies the tight end room. That double tight end is going to be super fun to watch, hopefully. Um, an underrated signing that I really liked was Carl Joseph there at safety. I like that one, too. Then um, we took Andrew Billings um, as a rotational guy there on the line. Um, Kevin Johnson looks like he's going to play some nickel. He came over from the Bills. Um, I, I, I always have trouble with this guy's name, um, but we recognize him because you don't see a whole lot of of white defensive backs, and I don't mean anything you know by that there. But no, it's uh, just a fact, right? Andrew or Andrew uh, Sadehu, Sadeho, Sadeho. Yeah, think. came over from um, from the from the Vikings. Um, All of their DBs left. Right. Yeah. Um, picked up a backup center, Evan Brown. Um, B.J. Goodson, uh, the, I heard, was reading the reason we picked him up. He's a very fast linebacker, um, which obviously Lamar Jackson is in your um, division. Um, the, the one we talked about yesterday, and we like this because of the numbers, the Browns just signed Adrian Claiborne. For like uh, two nothing. Years, two years, six million, uh, which means three million apiece. Um, that is a good rotation there at defensive end the Browns have got going on right now. Yeah, and, I, and I've said this for years. I've said it on the show before, and I said it before we started doing the show. It is so important to have a good pass rush rotation and yeah. fresh legs and fresh bodies in there. And that, uh, yeah, as soon as that came out, I said, oh, shit. That's, and they got him so cheap. Yeah. His numbers are still, like, good. Like, he, so, it's, not like, it's not like he's on the back nine of his career. So as So I was looking at this from a pro football focus. Last year's ratings um, of DNs, Miles Garrett was second of like getting to the quarterback. Adrian Claiborne was fifth. Wow! So they got a top 
five pass rusher from last well, year well, for three you gotta, I think Adrian Claiborne was more of that rotational guy where I don't, I don't think he necessarily started. Yeah, yeah, it's probably after a certain number right. of snaps or a something. Certain, yeah, I think it was of, of 200 snaps, Okay, which is a lot of fucking snaps. Yeah, that's a lot of – I mean, that's perfect for so, if that's what you're getting him for. So, Miles second, Adrian fifth, and that's coming pro, from pro football focus, which you see the numbers like, damn, that's that's nice. And not only with that, obviously you got Olivier Vernon still on the roster. Is he staying? It looks like it. Because he wasn't fifteen million. I mean, he was. I mean, I don't think he was overly impressive last year, was he? He's injured. He got was injured. He? Yep. Um, but before that, I mean, he was great. But even if uh, as a rotation, you know, those three, and then Chad Thomas, who finally came on, he looked fucking fantastic when Miles got suspended. Yeah. Stepped in and was getting to the quarterback. I mean, it's just like you said, four guys that can get after That's the quarterback, and you need that. And then inside with. Sheldon Richardson, Larry Ogunjobi, and now Andrew Billings to stop the run. Um, Big so, Billings, man, I like him. <laughs> and you know that that's the thing. You know the thing is with Billings is like you know I never it never jumped out at me and wowed me. But his best year was last year. Yeah, it was for, it was when Glasgow got hurt right, for Cincinnati. For the, so he got some playing time. Um, but as far as the free agents go, man, I, I'm I'm sticking to it. I just I really want that left tackle spot trade up for for Simmons, and then I would like to re-sign Demarius Randall. I think we still need a little more safety help, and I don't think he's getting the money he wants. Um, so I would like to keep Demarius, re-sign Demarius Randall and re-sign uh, Rashard Higgins. That's where I'm at with the Browns right now. I I thought a deal with Higgins was like in the works early, but then it kind of that that report kind of trickled I, I off. I don't. I don't. I think these guys at this point of the stage in free agency, I don't think these guys are seeing the money they want. Oh yeah, absolutely not. You know the Clownies and the Higgins and the Randalls because Randalls. Randall thought he was going to get paid. Clowney thought he was going to get paid. Higgins, he couldn't have – I don't know what he thought. I mean, Freddie didn't use him, so. Bringing up the the safety position for the Browns, though, man, I, I, I saw Todd McShay's latest mock draft had them getting Grant Delphit at, like, what's their second-round pick, 44, 42? 40, yeah, 41, something, something like that. Yeah. yeah, somewhere around there. I would absolutely hate that as a Bengals fan because I – Really, really like Grant Delpit. Before the Bengals signed Von Bell, I was kind of hoping they took him at thirty-three. Yeah, well, he's gonna be, be a be fucking happy Von Bell. baller, Von dude. Nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean the Browns do need subject. They got a, a red wine back there who was a rookie last year, but um, depth, man. I think the Browns are depth right now outside of you know linebacker and and left tackle. I think those are the two holes. Is you know, left tackle and linebacker. And then other than that, I think you're just adding depth. Best player available yeah. type stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, it would be interesting to see. I mean, free agency's not over. The draft's up, you know. And free agency almost kicks into another gear after the draft. You see, yeah. you got a board. You think you're going to get so-and-so if you don't get so-and-so. And then you hit back to that free agency board and, you know, you like, okay, well, then let's call him and see if we can get him under contract. Yeah, I mean – that's that's probably fair. It's like the second wave. So, yeah, Bengals, O-line help, please. I mean, anybody that has played in the NFL, at least check them out. Because, I, I, man, I just – I don't want to – I don't want week one to come out and it, it be Billy Price starting <laughs> at, at guard. I just – I'm just soured on him, man, and it's not because he's from Ohio State. No, he's it's been just, bad. He's just, he's just been bad in a draft that we could have gotten well, Lamar Jackson. Um, so – uh, another one that I wouldn't mind the Bengals taking a look at, though, was Darren Lee. I, I can't believe – I didn't know he was available, man. I hope they I look into that. I don't think he's so much lived up to the hype yet with the Jets either. 
No, he didn't. That's why he got traded for a late yeah. round pick. I just, I mean, it's another thing. Like, just put some bodies in the linebacker room. Right. right now, it's tackle. Pr- if you can tackle. Right now, it's Pratt. I think I think Pratt is the only linebacker on the roster. I don't even think Hardy Nickerson is anymore. And Nick Vigil isn't is he? Vigil's a Charger now. Oh, did he sign? Yeah, he signed okay. with the Chargers, right. so he's yeah he's gone. So like your, your linebacker room's just nothing. So mm-hmm. I I'm starting to think there's a deep athletic linebacker class. You got to attack that early in the second or move up or yeah. Or they're saying that do. this is a linebacker draft, so, so hopefully I mean, they, that works they, out for both of us. The Bengals are just so bad, man. Like look at all the linebackers they've drafted and just whiffed on. It's just like the Odell Thurman. I know he, you like, know what I mean. That's the thing too, man. Well, Keith Rivers could have been good. Yeah, until he got cheap shot by Heinz Ward and was never the same. <laughs> but, you know, the that's, Bengals you know, miss on the, linebackers. That's the fucking thing, though, man. The two other teams in our division, the Ravens and the Steelers, always have good linebackers. they don't miss on linebackers. They always have good linebackers. And the Steelers do not miss on receivers. Yeah, yeah. They they got Juju to kind of take over the reins for A.B. Um, and, you know, that that was funny, man. A.B. was like, oh, he's going to Tampa with Brady. And Bruce Aarons was like, no. No, he's not. Been there, mm-hmm. done that. Yeah, I've had enough of that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I mean, over it. when you're making millions like that, man, you got to act a certain way to, you know, that professional. You know, you're making millions and millions. He's of like dollars. throwing like, bags of candy dicks at cops. Like, yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, it's, but, he's just a little bit. Better. Enough of that negativity. So, yeah, man, ready for the draft. The sense of normalcy. It's gonna be weird how we do it this year, though, because you know we're used to to the player coming up taking the jersey is the player going to be there is it going to all be virtual i mean are they just going to you know is each player going to get a box full of jerseys from teams in case he gets drafted in hats or what like how's it going to work yeah so so that's that's definitely going to be interesting to see well that's uh that's kind of the 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 new thing that we've been able to do now is kind of look at the business aspect of sports and everybody's studying that more and everybody's learning more about that i feel like because it's something it's some kind of yeah i'll tell you what man you just I tell you, when this lockout or whatever the fuck you this order ends, man, I I just want to go to a game, dude. I just want to take my son, and just be like, dude, let's just go to a, a game. Yeah, you know, something. I don't care what it is, yeah, <laughs> you know, Cavs I mean? and Pacers or something. Yeah, I mean, just I don't know, man. It's really made you love sports, man, because it's weird. We've been what this has been going on for a long time, man. You can't turn on the TV and watch a live sports game. It's all rerun. You know what's about to happen. Yeah, you know, dude, so I, I did that. I don't like that. Because um, I've been working from home during this, and I, I got the NFL Game Pass. It's free. You can watch any game since 09. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm going to watch that Bengals 2015 win against the fucking Seahawks to stay undefeated, that Pittsburgh win in 09. Like, it's cool to watch and kind of look at the old guys. You know it's about like, to happen. I, and it's, it, it's also weird how much we remember about sports because I watch a game from 10, 11 years ago back but I knew what was coming. Like I was like, "Oh, this is where he throws that touchdown pass to yeah. you know, to Reggie Caldwell." Or, or there's, yeah, there's two Caldwell. Browns Bengals games that were like almost a hundred points. Dude, that 07 one, it's not on there. That sucks. Oh, really? I know Game Pass was, only has games from yeah, 09 there was two. on. One was when uh, Derek, Derek Anderson. Anderson beat Palmer. No, the Bengals won that game. No, well, no, no, no. Derek Anderson was the one I think in Cincinnati because I no, shared the highlights of that on Facebook. Yeah, there was the two. Day. There's two. There was two games where they got like 100 points. I remember the one in Cincinnati the Bengals won. Yeah. I'll have to get on there and check it out, I guess. But, yeah, but yeah, we're watching that, and it's like, okay, cool. Like the Cavs playoff, you know, the Cavs championship game was on. That's one of the greatest games in sports. It's fun to watch, but it's like I know LeBron's about to block that. Right. Yeah. It's just it's different, man, and, and you can play sports video games, but it's just not it. And 
I, it was weird because like right after this happened, uh, a Facebook memory for me came up and it was me like six years ago. Like, Oh man, I just thought about life without sports. That was terrible. And now I'm living it. Yeah. It sucks. It's, it's, it's weird. Um, more than anything, obviously we hope you're all staying safe. If you do have a job where you have to be out and about as you do, um, I hope you guys all stay safe and stay clean, but I just feel bad for, you know, the seniors, you know, like Seniors, seniors in high school, high school seniors school, in college, you know, yeah, but, absolutely. Especially if you know you're playing baseball. I mean, you're probably not going to get to play baseball. You know, yeah, hopefully, might... hopefully we get football in. Um, I don't know. It's just taking it away from the kids. And I mean, some kids aren't even they're they're not going to have a graduation yeah, ceremony, dude. Yeah, like that sucks. sucks, man. Like yeah, it, it's bad, but you know, and it has definitely given us a new appreciation, I think, for sports because, I mean, we're, we're sports guys. We talk sports all day, every day. It's what we've done. That's you know, half the reason why we're all, we all, you know, talk to each other. And now it's just like, we're scratching and looking for anything. Now we're you just know. on the uh, PlayStation every night. Call of Duty. Hey, shout out Mark Smith. Me, Chad, and Mark got a big win last night. Yeah. Stayed in the we, end. We fucking camped all the way to the end and came out and <laughs> started busting their ass. So <laughs> it definitely has given us a, a new appreciation. So we will be covering everything that, that goes on and trying our best to get in here, give you something to sit down and listen to and just kind of, you know, take maybe take take, it, to. take the pain. I mean, it's painful for everybody. So. If we can, like we said, if we can take the pain away for an hour, then that's all we want to do anyway. And I, I did want to get into a, uh, a user question from our boy DC Fortson, an avid, avid listener, uh, fan of the show. He did say, um, and this is actually pretty cool, I, I thought about it, um, Chargers adding Chris Harris to the secondary, does that make their secondary top five? I, I think so. It's close if it's not. Yeah, I mean. Derwin James, Chris Harris, I mean, they're, 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 they're locked up pretty well. Um I don't know. I, I don't I, obviously. Is, is I think it better than the, the Niners for the Chargers? It's staying healthy. That's that's. It's always the thing with the Chargers too. It seems like like they always have an injury in camp. Yeah, I mean because uh, Chris Harris Jr., uh, Darwin James, Casey Hayward Jr., um, and then uh, Rashawn Jenkins is their is their secondary right now, and that is I mean that's, that's solid, solid, man. That's solid. I don't. I mean I don't think defense. Is going to be the problem for San Diego. I mean, you got you know Bosa and Melvin Ingram. You just find, uh, signed Vigil, who doesn't have to be the main linebacker there. Uh, Denzel Perryman, and then that secondary. So DC, I think it's I think it's a top five uh, secondary. Man, I think it's going to be um, a lot of a lot of ball hawks back there. And the second part of his question is, when do you think the NBA will resume and handle the playoffs when it man. does resume? There's I, been I a hope lot soon, of talk man. about that. Um, Brian Windhorse was, was on ESPN yesterday and, and I work from home, man. So I've been watching ESPN. I've just had it on, um, that the Chinese basketball association who actually just recently extended their shutdown had tossed the idea around of having two different cities and all 20 of their teams there and playing in like a, a centralized location with no fans. Um, NBA players, I guess, aren't for that. I think that. I, I, man, a big part of me wants to say that they just cancel it. Yeah, basketball is um, going to be tough to get back. And but God damn it, man! The Lakers just made the playoffs yeah. for the first time in seven years. So here, here's what I: if they want to do something, how about make it just exciting as hell? How about you put every team in the playoffs and just do a fucking tournament like March Madness? That just would a be, single elimination. Dude, fuck it, fuck it. I think and, and number them. Lakers get one, and and it ain't no East or West. 
Right. Lakers get the one, obviously best against the very last seed. Right. And the then just, I think that would be sweet. I mean, I, I would. that wouldn't happen, but that would be sweet. But this is my thing. Let's say that they do that. The Lakers win. You fuckers out there that don't like LeBron or don't like the Lakers are going to tell me that that Lakers championship has an asterisk next to it forever. No, 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 no. Not if you make it a single elimination. It's got to be, I think, they've got to find a way to make it at least best of five in the finals. Best, maybe best of three leading up, and then conference finals and NBA finals a best yeah. of five. Make a make, give a few like games, like almost like warm ups. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Just give, play give them like a week to, to play a couple games, and then just and get put everybody in. in it, and just let's fucking go at it. Right, that'd be fine too. I mean, I, that would be, be the Lakers ring, and I would I would claim it just as everybody else, because then he'd beat the whole fucking league. Yeah. So um, yeah, be that'd be once in a lifetime. I don't like that up. chance for the Lakers. Though, now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it, man. One on one against man, the Clippers or the Bucks. I don't know. You might catch a team slipping and yeah i mean get out get out get an easy opponent but but to, to answer his question i think if they do get it back going i think it's going to be a shortened regular season they'll get into the playoffs and i i don't think that the players are all going to leave their families and go to two three four cities around and all hunker down and go play in a gym somewhere like yeah. in vegas or something um but i think that they would probably just play it on their home floors i guess without yeah. fans yeah um, and then, you know, you'd see an empty Staples Center, and uh, that would be weird. But I have my doubts, and it sucks because this is the first time that I've been able to really enjoy an NBA season with the Lakers being good in a long time. Um, but I just – I have my doubts that it even comes back at all. I don't think – I don't think the NBA comes back. But if it does – I think we're going to miss a big chunk of baseball, and there is a possibility. I Oh, God, I hope so. But I think the football might start on time. Yeah, OTA. Like I said earlier, OTAs are out. Rookie mini camps are going to be out. Who cares about um, OTAs? Well, OTAs matter for for rookies and guys that. Mm, yeah, well, you but you can st- there's teams stuff with you're new pieces. But if they get training camp off and running at a good time, perfect. But I think that what they should do, and I guess this can go either way take out a preseason game because of that yeah. because guys have had you know two less yeah. months three less months to get in shape at OTAs doing drills whatever you put them out there at risk yeah if you're going to take out a game take out the ones that don't mean shit and did they take out a preseason game this year or is that starting next year i think it's next year is when it? the 17 I don't, I don't i don't know cuz cuz the the expanded playoff is this year the the 17th game is the following year so i think that's when they take off the preseason game but I'd say take off at least one preseason game if you don't have OTAs. Nobody wants to watch those anyway. They're all they're mostly all risk. So, man, I, it would be hard for me to stomach not having an NBA back this year. But I think I could. But I cannot do it without football. I can't football, do it without dude. football. Dude. I, I don't. I'm I, like, I go nuts. I don't know. Like I honestly. And I've I've said don't it. Know if what people follow my uh, Facebook, like. Something in me tells me we're not going to have any sports the rest of this year. Like we that sounds so January, fucking terrible. And what sucks. am I supposed to do? Talk to my girlfriend? Oh um, yeah, I think that's what we have to do. <laughs> what? I realized I, I just realized I was married. You know, like yeah, she's she, 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 yeah. she, she, yeah. like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? What was that noise <laughs> I just what the made? Fuck this ring! <laughs> I was trying to laugh. What, and I what's just this stuttered. on my finger? Yeah, oh, she shit. seems nice though. Better start yeah, paying these people there's, attention. There's a girl on my couch. She seems pretty cool. Where it is, she's got my kid in her. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, we can, you know, they say that this is supposed to get bad in the next week or two. Actually, this month, they say this month's about to be awful. So we don't know 
you know, how much we're going to be able to get in here and, and give you guys something to listen to. We want to do it as much as possible. Um, so hopefully, you know, hopefully it's still every week, but obviously shit's going on with this virus to where, uh, yeah, we, we want to bring you something relevant. To. We don't want to just sit here and babble back and right. forth, you know, something, something with some substance. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, man, you guys just stay safe and listen, if you don't have to go anywhere, don't go because we've been talking about sports. The more people that just stay in their fucking house and just let shit, I, you got to go to the store. You got to get gas. I, I totally get it. But other than that, man, just stay at the house. Don't do anything you don't have to do. Let's slow the curve of this shit down. And, you know, to protect the people, of course. But, man, let's get sports back. Yeah, that's what we want the most. <laughs> Honestly, man. I, I just need I, my vacations and my sports this year. And, and the rest I yeah, can I, deal with. I got no vacations planned, so just give me sports. <laughs> but uh, I think that about wraps it up. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get back in here next week, like I said. It's kind of up and down with how things are right now. So um, thanks for tuning in with us, guys. Stay safe out there. Locker Room Talk Uncut. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.